part two chapter sixteen of the cosmopolitan from two sides of a question by may sinclair this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part two outward bound chapter sixteen the fortnight's cruise was at an end the torch had gone back to her owners without durant who had contrived to stay on board the windward till the latest possible moment the yacht was lying too outside the same white-walled harbour where she had first found durant she wheeled aimlessly about with slackened sails swaying balancing hovering like a bird on the wing imperious and restless waiting for the return of the boat that was to take durant on shore it had only just put off with the first load of guests the manbys under georgie chatterton's escort as durant watched it diminishing and vanishing he thought of how georgie had described their hostess's method of dealing with exacting friends she was dropping them very gently at the nearest port poor manby and it would be his own turn next and yet georgie had said you never know he must and would know at any rate he would take his chance meanwhile he had a whole hour before him to find out in for the crew had commissions in the town that hour was frida's and his own the two weeks had gone he knew not how and yet he had taken count of the procession of the days days of cloud when under a drenching mist the land was sodden into the likeness of the sea the sea stilled into a leaden image of the land days of rain when the wet decks shone like amber and the sea's face was smoothed out and pitted by the showers days of sun when they went with every sail spread over a warm quivering sea whose ripples bore the shivered reflections of the sky in so many blue flames that leapt and danced with the windward in her course days of wind when the channel was a race of tumultuous waves green-hearted silver-lipped swelling and breaking and swelling and flowering into foam days when the yacht careened over with steep decks laid between wind and water flush with the foam driven by the wind as by her soul days when durant and frida who delighted in rough weather sat out together on deck alone they knew every sound of that marvellous world sounds of the calm of water lapping against the yacht's side the tender half-audible caress of the sea sounds of the coming gale more seen than heard more felt than seen the deep long-drawn shudder of the sea when the wind's path is as the rain's path and that sound the song of her soul the keen high exultant song that the wind sings playing on her shrouds as on a many-stringed instrument the boat in her unrest rolling tossing wheeling and flying was herself so alive so one with the moving wind and water and withal so slight a shell for the humanity within her that she had brought them the man and the woman nearer and nearer to the heart of being they touched through her the deep elemental forces of the world the sea had joined what the land had kept asunder at this last hour of durant's last day they were drifting rather than sailing past a sunken shore a fringe of grey slate battered by the tide and broken into thin layers with edges keen as knives above it low woods of dwarf oaks stretched northwards grey and phantasmal as the shore stunted and tortured into writhing unearthly shapes by the violence of storms for here and now the sea had its way it had taken on reality and earth was the phantom the vanishing the vague 
they had been pacing the deck together for some minutes but at last they stood still looking landwards durant sighed heavily and then he spoke frida you know what i am going to say they turned and faced each other in the man's eyes there was a cloud in the woman's a light a light of wonder and of terror she smiled bravely through her fear yes i know what you are going to say but i don't know what don't you know i don't know what you mean you don't know what i mean i know you are going to say you love me and you had better not for i don't know what that means the thing you call love was left out of my composition some women are born like that i don't believe it it's only your way of saying that you don't care for me i like you i always have liked you i'll go farther if i ever loved any man it would be you the fact remains that it isn't it isn't and it never will be but you may be very certain that it never will be any one else tell me one thing was there ever a time when it might have been that isn't fair i can't answer that question you can think was there ever a time no matter how short the fraction of a minute when if i'd only had the sense if i had only known are you sure you didn't know i was afraid you did then you really mean it that if i'd only asked you then oh thank heaven you did not why are you thanking heaven because because i can't be sure but i might i might have taken you at your word and why not i would have made a great mistake the same mistake that you are making now mistake you mistook the idea for the reality once if you remember and now aren't you mistaking the reality for the idea frida you are too subtle you are the most exasperating woman in the world there you see that's the sort of thing we should always be saying to each other if i let you have your way but supposing you did have it if we were married we could not understand each other better than we do so we should not be one bit better off by this time we should have got beyond the phase we started with but we should have had it yes and found ourselves precisely where we are now where we were yesterday you mean yes we were good enough friends yesterday and what are we today enemies she smiled sadly it looks like it at any rate we seem to have some difficulty in understanding each other good god how coolly you talk about it understanding do you never feel has it never even occurred to you that i can feel have you any notion what it is to be made of flesh and blood and nerves and to have to stay here squeezed up in this confounded boat where i can't get away from you you can get away in three-quarters of an hour and meanwhile if you like you can go below if i did go below i should still feel you walking over my head i should hear you breathe and now to look at you and touch you and know all the time that something sticks between us he stopped and looked before him it was true that the sea had brought them together amid the demonic triumph and jubilation of the power that claimed them for its own they the man and the woman had been thrown on each other they had looked into each other's eyes spirit to spirit the divine thing struggling blind and uncertain in nature's tangled mesh but now so near on the verge of the intangible the divine it came over durant that after all it was this their common nature their flesh and blood that was the barrier it merged them with the world on every side but it hedged them in and hid them from each other as you know we're the best friends in the world there's only one thing that sticks between us the eternal difference in our points of view i was perfectly right why couldn't i trust my first impressions i thought you frigid and lucid and inhuman 
inhuman well not a bit like a woman my dear maurice you are very like a man there's something about you really what is it do you think oh nothing a slight defect that's all it must be as you say and as i always thought that you are incapable of feeling or understanding feeling i repeat there's something about you ah maurice if you want the truth there's something about you i always knew i felt that it was in you though i wouldn't own that it was there now i am sure you've been doing your best to make me sure what have i made you sure of sure that you are incapable not of loving perhaps but of loving a certain kind of woman the way she wants to be loved you can't help it as i said before it is the difference in the point of view we should get no nearer if we talk till doomsday my point of view as you call it has entirely changed no it is i who have changed your point of view is and always will be the same he tried hard to understand does it come to this that if i had loved you then you would have loved me now you couldn't have loved me then you were not that sort he understood her meaning and it maddened him it wasn't my fault how the devil was i to see exactly how were you there are some things which you can't see you can see everything you can paint and as you are a very clever artist i dare say you can paint most things you can see what has that got to do with it everything it's your way all through you love me because what you see of me is changed and yet all that time i was the same woman i am now i am the same woman i was then but i am not the same man the very same you have not changed at all she meant that he was deficient in that spiritual imagination which was her special power she meant that she had perceived the implicit baseness of his earlier attitude as a man to her as a woman a woman who had had no power to touch his senses it was as she had said the difference in their points of view hers had condemned him forever to the sensual and the seen he stood ashamed before her yet as if she had divined his shame and measured the anguish of it and repented her she laid her hand on his arm maurice it isn't entirely so i have been horribly unjust not you you are justice incarnate if i had loved you then you couldn't have loved me then so you have just told me you had good cause i was not and could not be then whatever it is that you love now but i might have seen 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 that's it there was nothing to see her eyes in her pity for him filled with tears tears that in his anger he could not understand why are you always reminding me of what i was five years ago i have changed can't a man change if you give him five years to do it in perhaps it's a long time time it's an eternity if i was a brute to you do you suppose the consciousness of my brutality isn't a far worse punishment than anything i could have made you feel she raised her eyebrows what have you been suffering all this time this eternity yes that is i'm suffering enough now then perhaps you have some idea of what you made me feel again it's the first time i've reproached you with it even in my thoughts he looked at her with unbelieving eyes and yet he knew that it was true her sweetness her lucidity had been proof against the supreme provocation she had forgiven if she had not forgotten the insult that no woman remembers and forgives as his eyes wandered the hand that had lain so lightly on his arm gripped it to command his attention 
and he trembled through all his being but she no longer shrank from him she kept her hold she tightened it insisting oh maurice haven't i told you that i understood he smiled yes thank god i can always appeal to your understanding if i can't get at your heart supposing i didn't care for you then supposing i was too stupid to see what you were is five years though it may be eternity so long a time to learn to know you in you take a great deal of learning frida you are very difficult there's so much more of you than any man can grasp but you are the only woman i ever cared to know i believe you have a thousand sides to you and every one every one i can see appeals to me there's no end to the interest whatever i see or don't see i always find something more and i never could be tired of looking she sighed and was silent and you blame me because i couldn't see all this at once because it took me five years to love you remember you were very cautious you wouldn't let me see more than a bit at a time but i love every bit of you heart and soul and body and brain i love you as i never could love any other woman in the world the world frida he added pointing the hackneyed phrase you are the world they had never stopped pacing the deck together as they talked turn after turn alike and yet unlike in their eagerness and unrest now they stood still far off they could see the returning boat a speck at the mouth of the harbour and they knew that their time was short maurice she said before you go i have a confession to make i wasn't quite honest with you just now when i said i only liked you five years ago i know very well that i loved you the world has taught me so much the world he frowned angrily as she said it but through all his anger he admired the reckless nobility of soul that had urged her to that last admission by way of softening the pangs and penalties she dealt to him would any other woman have confessed as much to the man who had once despised her and now found himself in her power she went on i thought you might like to know it i've gone far enough perhaps but i'll go farther still i believe i would give the world to be able to love you now frida if you can go as far as that i can go no farther no maurice not one step you can i believe even now i could make you love me no you see women in my position my unfortunate position want to be loved for themselves i do love you for yourself do you doubt that too i do not doubt it i am quite sure of it that's where it is i know you love me for myself and so many men have loved me not for myself do you suppose that doesn't touch me if anything could make me love you that would and since it doesn't the inference was obvious is it because you can't give up your life it is partly and yet i might do that i did it once you did indeed i can't conceive how you being you lived the life you did i owed it it was the price of my freedom her freedom no wonder that she valued it if she had paid that price she went on dreamily as if speaking more to herself than to him to have power over your life to do what you like with it take it up or throw it down to fling it away if that seems the best thing to do you're not fit to take up your life if you haven't the strength to put it down too frida if you were my wife you wouldn't have to put it down i'm not asking you to give up the world for me i'm not even asking you to give up one day of your life your life would be exactly what it is now plus one thing you'll say what can i give you that you haven't got i can give you what you've never had 
you don't know what a man's love is and can be and you must own that without that knowledge your experience even as experience is not quite as complete as it might be the boat the boat that was to take him to the shore was getting nearer it was his last chance and while he staked everything on that chance he thought of frida as he had first seen her as she sat tragically at the whist table at coton manor dealing out the cards with deft and supple fingers now she was dealing out his fate he remembered how she had said mr durant wins because he doesn't care about the game because he cared cared so supremely was he going to lose there were so many things in frida that he had not reckoned with she was an extraordinary mixture of impulse and reserve and she had astonished him more than once by her readiness to give herself away but beyond a certain point the point of view in fact her self-possession was complete still he left no argument untried for there was no knowing no knowing what undiscovered spring he might chance to touch in that rich and subtle nature her self-possession was absolute she parried his probe with a thrust it is your own fault if my experience isn't complete you should have told me these things five years ago as you say nobody else has instructed me since i dare say they've done their best of course other men have loved you they haven't but i believe my love would be worth more to you than theirs for the simple reason that i understand you too well to insist on it i should always know how much and how little you wanted for we are rather alike in some ways i would leave you free i know you would i am sure and i would i would so gladly but i can't you see maurice i have loved you all the more reason all the less i knew what you thought and felt about me and it made no difference i loved you just the same because i understood then i had to fight it it was hard work but i did it very thoroughly it will never have to be done again do you see yes he saw very plainly if frida could not love him there was nobody but himself to blame he also saw the advantage she had given him she had owned that she had loved him and he had hardly realized the full force of the pluperfect what had been might be again she was a woman in whom the primordial passion once awakened is eternal he pressed his advantage home and why had you to fight so hard because the thing was stronger than myself and i wouldn't be beaten because i hated myself for caring for you as i hate myself now for not caring in her blind pity she laid her fingers on his trembling hand she who used to drop his hand as if it had been flame she should have known better than to touch him now he looked at her with hot hungry eyes his brain in its feverish intensity took note of trifles the tortuous pattern of the braid on her gown the gold sleeve links at her wrists the specks of brine that glistened on her temples under the wind-woven strands of her black hair it recorded these things and remembered them afterwards and all the time the boat came nearer and the slow steady stroke of the oars measured his hour by minutes till the sweat sprung from the labour and passion of his nerves stood out in beads on his forehead he looked at her and her beauty the beauty born of her freedom and abounding life the beauty he worshipped was implacable the divinity in it remained untouched by his desire you needn't care he said desperately i'm not asking you to care i'm not asking you to give me your love but only to take mine she smiled i'm not so dishonest as to borrow what i can't repay his voice was monotonous in its iteration 
i'm not talking about repayment i'll risk that i don't want you to borrow it i want you to take it keep it spend it any way you like and throw it away when you can't do anything more with it and never return it ah oh, my friend we can't do these things she dropped into the deck-chair exhausted with the discussion her brow was heavy with thought she was still racking her brains to find some argument that would appease him i loved you yes and in my own way i love you now if you could only be content with my way haven't you told me that your way is not my way yes and i've done worse than that i've been talking to you as if you had made me suffer tortures as if you had brought me all the pain of existence instead of all the pleasure if you only knew there's nothing i've been enjoying all these five years that i don't owe to you to you and nobody else you were very good to me even at the first and afterwards well i believe i love life as few women can love it and it came to me through you do you think i can ever forget that forget what i owe you you stood by me and showed me the way out you stood by me and opened the door of the world to stand by and open the door for her it was all he was good for in other words she had made use of him well had he not proposed to make use of her after all in what did his view of her differ from the colonel's which he abominated all along from the very first it had been the old theory of the woman for the man frida for the colonel's use for his durant's amusement and now for his possession under all its disguises it was only an exalted form of the tyranny of sex and frida was making him see that there was another way of looking at it that a woman like nature like life may be an end in herself to be loved for herself not for what he could make out of her i am a woman of the world a worldly woman if you like i love the world better than any one in it and i'm a sort of pantheist i suppose i worship the world but you will always be a part of the world i love and worship i could not keep you out of it if i would the exultation in her tone provoked his laughter heaven bless you that's only a nice way of saying that i'm done for he is made one with nature there is heard his voice and all her music from the moan of thunder to the song of night's sweet bird you have made a clean sweep of me and my personal immortality the splash of the oars sounded nearer they could hear the voices of the crew the boat lightened of her first load was returning with horrible rapidity it came dancing towards them in its malignant glee and they sat facing each other for the last time tongue-tied they had paced the deck together again one more turn for the last time durant was silent her confession was still ringing in his ears but it rang confusedly it left his reason as unconvinced as his heart was unsatisfied she had loved him and not in her way as she called it but in his and that was a mystery he felt that if he could account for it he would have grasped the clue the key of the position whatever she might say these things were more than subtleties of the pure reason they were matters of the heart he was still building a hope beyond the ruins of hope frida he said at last you are a wonderful woman so i can believe that you loved me but seeing what i was and what you knew about me i wonder why louder and nearer they heard the stroke of the oars measuring the minutes frida's eyes were fixed on the boat as she answered why ah maurice how many times have i asked myself that question why does any woman love any man as far as i can see in nine hundred cases out of a thousand a woman is unhappy because she loves in the thousandth case she loves because she is unhappy 
the boat had arrived the oars knocked against the yacht's side with a light shock durant's hour was at an end frida held out her hand he hardly touched it hardly raised his eyes to her as she said good-bye but on the last step of the gangway he turned and looked at her the woman in a thousand she was not unhappy end of part two chapter sixteen recording by expatriate in bangor maine